Hi, my name is Bran, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, my name's Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. Hi, I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies, and this is the Deck the Hallmark podcast. made it to the top Guys, of the mountain. It is uh it is mid-October. Mm. We're getting close. We are so close. Leaves are crackling. Not really. Not but really. I hope that Not they will really. shortly. Yeah, soon. It's, it's still a, it's, hot. It's been a late fall. You know uh out west they already got their first snowstorm. It's unreal. Well, we haven't even gotten our first sub 60 degree day, although that's coming, it's coming this week. It's coming this week. Yeah, Pretty yeah, excited. A, when this is released, we'll probably have our first one. Guys, and are we going to go apple picking together? Fall, no, we're not, but okay. fall will have officially started at that point. Fair enough. Okay. I'm excited. I'm okay. ready. I'll bring I you a pumpkin spice so latte. Never ready. had one. <gasps> Never had a pumpkin Ooh, spice latte. Bring it next week. We will do it live on the air. A PSL. Okay. Yes. A, P- a PSL. Uh, can you bring an iced one if I'm going to do just a, one of these? A frappuccino? Yeah, no, 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 no. You need to drink it hot. Okay. I actually would disagree a, with you on that. It's a, it's a fall drink. I get it, but... It's 78 degrees outside. It won't be. It's going to be a nice week. If someone brings me one, I will try it on the air. Not so much. I don't know about that. We're doing it on the air. Okay. Um, (laughs) Rhett and Link are the biggest guys on YouTube, and all they do is eat salt and vinegar chips. Will it latte? Yeah, that's all they do. (laughs) We're better than them. What about the number one Christmas Come on the show. Um, (laughs) Yes, we are are finally here, guys. It's been... It was was originally going to be like... Two months ago that we were here, and then we were like, let's drag it out. So here we are. <laughs> let's do some fall uh, movies. It is. It's mid-October, and we finally get to the, the number one Christmas movie of all time, as voted by you, the fans. And it's important to note, Hallmark Christmas movies, not Christmas movies in, in, general. in general. No. Right. Because um, if this beat out It's a Wonderful Life, then I've got some questions. <laughs> it's everything that's wrong but with it America. Is, it, but it is the Hallmark channels, It's a Wonderful Life, and it is called The Christmas Card, and we're very excited to talk to you guys mm. about it. But first, a couple of housekeeping things you know the drill one leave us a review on please uh, on do. the itunes mm. we're getting so many like i think i think we're at 65 i would love to get that's to great. 100 before christmas wow. how about before thanksgiving oh that's a good one how oh about that's before, good how about before halloween 100 before you know it would be scary oh if we got gosh. over 100 before prove me wrong 100 before halloween. 100 before halloween mm-hmm. hashtag it that and that's alliteration 100, 100 the 100 yeah. halloween that's right 100 you Don't try that. Um, <laughs> so please do that. That'd be wonderful. Another thing I'd like to throw out there: here's something that I hear is like really, uh, really helpful. If you like, take a take a screenshot of you listening to the pod and throw it on your Instagram story mm-hmm. and tag us in it. Apparently, that's the new new way people are well, finding things. I am so on board with that, but you did put air quotes around helpful. <laughs> I don't know why you decided. Well, because I don't it's know. helpful, wink, wink. Well, like, it's this not... is just what I'm reading. Okay. Gotcha. This is just what I'm reading. Gotcha. <laughs> reading what quotes. else do we have from a housekeeping standpoint? Um, you can find us on the socials. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. If you're not, on, uh, if you're not following us on those things, I don't know even how you found us. No, no, but thanks for but joining. Thanks for yeah, we're so proud go of you. find us on all those things at Hallmark Podcast because we did it. And last but not least, a, one of the questions that we get the most is mm. I either uh, have a cable provider that doesn't have both the Hallmark channels or, either, or I just recently cut the cord, but I want to watch the Hallmark movies. What can I do? So option one was me. I did not have the Hallmark movies and mysteries channel. And the thing I never thought I'd have to do was research how to add that to my package, but to, to my satellite package, but it does cost 
extra right. money. And so right. people are asking these questions. But I'm a cord cutter. I've, I've never had cable. That's I have right. no interest in having right. Same also here. Uh, same here. See, and, I'm older than you guys. And so that's what it boils down to. And so, and you're just very snobby. I am. When it comes to watching TV, I am very snobby. Oh, it buffered for a sec. That's Throw right. it out. That's pretty much. Uh, and so what we did is we researched all the options, and what we've come up with is we think that you guys should go and get Sling TV. It's an app that you can get on your Apple TV, your Roku, your phone, or your computer, and you can get both of those channels. It's easily the best option, not only because it has all the channels you're used to in cable, but also because, as Brandon just said, it's the only uh, one of the online options that offers right. Hallmark Movie Mysteries and the Hallmark Channel, so you won't miss a single second. And Hallmark Drama. And I, what is that? Yeah, it's no, a third no, network. They never, don't play the no, Christmas movies, but no, it's, it's no, a thing. No. So anyways, here's what we want you to do. We're going to, we have teamed up, if you will, with Slink. Yeah, we have. And we're offering you one, a seven-day free trial. So give it a try, maybe uh, late October. Yeah. Uh, try it. When it kicks off. When it yeah. kicks off. And then here's what I'm going to tell you to do. Get it for two months. Get it through the end of December, and then, and if then you, don't you, need, can, you cancel. It. And then you can cancel it, and, and there, you can literally cancel anytime. I'm canceling. Uh, there's no penalty. It's great. And the great thing about it, can I tell you this? If you cancel it like mid billing cycle, you still get it through the end of the billing Ooh. cycle. I know. I, I probably shouldn't tell you that, and, and, and Sling <laughs> probably would be happy with us. But yeah. you know, what are you going to do? So, so here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to bit.do slash Hallmark Podcast. Mm. And you are going to get a seven day free trial. That's the key word. It's it's Hallmark Podcast. That's right. And so and so that's what you're gonna do. And you're gonna get it for the the two months. Watch all these movies with us. Uh, trust me, we looked into all the options, yeah. and this is what I, we think I have is to tell you, you. My mom, who is a, a big fan of supporting me, even though she doesn't like how negative I am on this particular program, <laughs> um, she my parents have sling, and she added the Hallmark channels. Um, she'd been wanting to do it for a while now. My dad doesn't like the movies because, you know, it's genetic. And my mom talked my dad into adding the channels so she could watch the movies and follow along. Dan's Speed. mom's a real channel. She really is just better than me. Yep. Well, just, there's no well, way around we, it. We agree. How about that? I haven't told my mom about the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Have you told your mom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for, I'm she, sure. Oh, yeah, no. no I'm sure that was first no, night. Miss Panda, uh, <laughs> Miss Panda's proud. <laughs> okay. Bit.do slash Hallmark Podcast. Get it today. Um, or or in late the, October. Let's be smart about this. We're that's trying right. to we're trying to give you the most bang Gear for your buck. Get yes, ready. That's right. Um, and that's all that we have for you. Are you guys ready? Oh. I'm ready as well. It's time to talk about the Christmas card, which originally aired on December 2nd, 2006. And it went a little something like this. The movie kicks off with our leading gal, Faith, writing letters to the troops accompanied by just some really unfortunately chosen Christmas music, which somehow plays again later on in the movie. Uh, every year, Faith takes part in Operation Christmas Card, a project that her church puts on to send Christmas cards to the troops. Sergeant Cody Cullen is one of those troops, um, and he's handed a card by uh, a guy named Jonesy, who is the one uh, who comes bearing cards, but also cookies. So Jonesy received the cards from his fiance back home uh, and asked him to hand them out to the troops. And Sergeant Cullen really seems to be finding great comfort in the card, but also in the cookies. Uh, we, we see Jonesy then get injured during an airstrike, and tragically, he uh, ends up passing away. And so Sergeant Cullen doesn't really seem to be handling this well, and he's encouraged to take a leave instead of staying for another couple of years. So he heads to Nevada City, which is uh, where Jonesy's fiance is and where the, the cards originally came from, uh, to give her his dog tags, but also thank whoever sent him such a nice Christmas card. 
him. And so he decides to stay in town for a little bit and steps into a diner to order a sandwich, curly fries, extra crispy, <laughs> and a hot cocoa. And he goes to the bathroom for one second. He comes back and he sees this woman, Faith, uh, just chowing down on his meal. Turns out that she orders the exact same meal, extra crispy. Uh, turns uh, so so um, next at the church, Cody sees Faith dad, uh, Luke, and he ends up uh, pushing Luke out of the way of a car who was just going very fast in the middle of the town. A reckless abandonment by this person. And so he goes and he pushes Luke out of the way. And to say thank you, they basically force Cody to move in with them because it's the holidays. Cody and Faith spend some time getting to know each other, and she even brings him to the family magic spot, which isn't nearly as weird as it sounds. We then meet Paul, um, Faith's long-distance boyfriend who suddenly drives into town for the holidays despite almost always having a glass of wine in his hands. Paul isn't a fan of Cody staying with the family, and the family isn't really a fan of Paul. Uh, We see Paul gets really whiny jealous a couple times, including when he donates stuff to charity and claims that Faith was more taken by Cody's generosity than his, which really shows just how generous he is. Uh, Paul buys a ring to propose and is convinced that she's going to be willing to travel with him and drink wine 24-7. But then... Faith uh, finds Cody at the magic spot, and they fall down, and they end up um, going to town and making out. And we're like, oh, man. And she's like, "Uh uh-oh, gotta run. Paul (laughs) rents out an entire restaurant to propose, and she's like, sure, but we all see in her eyes that she's not super pumped about it. Cody finds out and decides that he's gonna re-enlist. And Luke (laughs) is just like, no, don't do that. You love her. You should stay. And he's like, no, I gotta let her go. Well, Luke's not done yet. Faith uh, car battery died and Paul's nowhere to be found and so Luke sends Cody in a one horse open sleigh because apparently horses can jump start cars <laughs> Cody and Paul bumps into each other outside the church on Christmas Eve and we hope that there's going to be a fight but they just talk and it's a real bummer uh, Faith, Faith keeps looking back during the service hoping that Cody's going to walk in, but he doesn't, and that's when Paul realizes that she's more in love with Cody. And so he storms out during Silent Night, which is just downright disrespectful. She runs after him and he and, and gives the ring back to him. Cody's nowhere to be found afterwards, and he left a card in the Christmas tree explaining that it was her Christmas card that brought him there in the first place. And Luke is like, I know where he's at. So she goes to the Veterans Bridge and uh, brings him a sandwich and curly fries, extra crispy. Mm. And they kiss, and she drops the food. <laughs> To fade to black. And that, my friends, is the, the Christmas, Christmas card. Mm. Mm. Yes, it is. There was a lot to get through. Man, those movies back then had a lot more plot a lot, points. A lot of plot. Than, a than lot was, of plot. Like, truly madly Sorry, sweetly, it's usually quicker than that, guys. Oh boy. Guys, uh, we have four segments on this show. Yes, we do. And today is no different, and I'm very excited to dive into this one. The very mm. first segment is the hot take, where we share exactly how we felt about this movie. I typically start with Panda, and I'm going to do the same today. Panda, what would you think? i got to shoot straight with you. I, I did not like this movie. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I understand why this movie is number one on a number of levels. Like, First of all, it packs so much in there. It has literally all the Hallmark cliches that you in could expect film. in one film. And, and there's a side to this. Aside so what, from the almost kiss. There, no, there's just some straight kisses. Yeah, no, there are some straight kisses. Very but this was, sensual. This yes. was racy 2006, but we've seen this before yeah, in yeah, older yeah, Hallmark yeah. films. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it, it just, to me, it, the lines were, were some of the worst. Um, but 
I will also say this. There's a side to me where I was like, I also get it. So even though I wasn't a fan of it, I also get it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't hate it. Let me be clear. Sure. I just, it just wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah. Overall. I like this movie. Um, I've seen it before. Um, there is this whole thing in the Hallmark Facebook groups where people are very upset because they don't play this movie very much. They don't play a lot of the older ones. Uh, They've kind of retired. They still show up, but it's usually like at 3 a.m. Um, I I get why people like this movie. I do like this movie. I think it's good. Um, it, it gives me feels, and we'll talk about that. And I like... I I love the dad. I love Luke. I think he's fantastic. <laughs> he plays Santa and Elf. And yes. Asner is an absolute pro. He no doubt about it. He was know. incredible in this movie. He, he, he might be me, a redeeming factor. He in this made film. me laugh so much. Same with Henry Winkler. Uh, similar and, situation. Similar similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he 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 saved this movie a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I didn't like I didn't like Cody. Um, he. To me, couldn't figure out what he was as an actor. Mm. Uh, like he was serious, and then sometimes he was like had this weird uh, grin, but sometimes he just looked uncomfortable. And oddly enough, like he a came across to me. He, he, yeah, it's like a, uh. he kind of came across a couple times as whiny too. Yeah, like, and it's weird yeah. because I know they were trying to not make him that way. Still came across that way. Yeah, it was, he was he was uh, uh, just unfortunate for me. Uh, he was the worst part of this movie. Um, wow. but, I, but I like the movie. Bold, I, I, I like the movie as a whole. Gotcha. Um, you know what? There's one rule of thumb for me about movies in general. The best movies always end with an abundantly passionate kiss at a Vietnam War memorial. <laughs> um, <laughs> those movies where they're at a, they're at a Vietnam War memorial and they decide to like. Like next level kiss, like oh, drop the curlies, um, drop the curlies. Uh, that that scene that ends this movie does pretty much personify just how much tact the movie has. It's it's an abomination. Like it's really really bad, guys. And there are the wait what's just pile up. And I know that we don't we won't get to all of them, but. Um, it, they're just they're haymakers in this movie, like left and right. You cannot sit if you take your eyes off the screen for a minute. You're going to miss something preposterous yeah. in this film. It was really, really bad. Oh, oh can I point out one thing? Paul, sure. Paul, the boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, I actually, he's uber whiny. He's a total. But there's nothing wrong with the guy. But there's nothing wrong actually with the guy. And in a lot of ways, I'm like, I'd rather do with that than cut down a Christmas tree. And there's no shame in that. It just is weird because this, like of all of the boyfriends that get like disposed in all of these movies, that literally his biggest sin is he likes wine and wants to travel. Like that's legitimately... Like there's not. The, oh, I take that back. His biggest sin is when he explains what a riesling is. He's actually wrong, <laughs> um, and I did not know that. But I looked it up. Riesling actually did originate in Germany, and he basically says that the riesling wine is like a French version of a German wine, and that's just false. Although rieslings do grow uh, grapes grow all over Europe now. Um, well, his company's trying a new thing, <laughs> <laughs> but like legitimately, and we do get another like terrible engagement out of this. Like he's like. Like, will you marry me? And she's like, Paul. And, and he puts the ring on her finger. Right. Like, Which actually, can I say kudos to him? Because, because it takes a lot more 
for a girl to say no once the ring's actually That's right. That's true. So it's like, yeah. hey. But we don't we don't want to leave it in the woman's hands for <laughs> he, sure. He, he's a salesman. He gets yeah. it. He, he does get and it. And I will say that a Hallmark has changed a lot because this movie does not shy away from religion or politics. It's not like political, but look, they're in church. They're hearing a sermon. They're around the table. They're holding hands. They're praying. Like all of these things that are like, like when you fight, you don't have to believe in something to fight for it. Look, this is in the middle of arguing over whether we should be in Iraq, whether we should be in Afghanistan. And Ed Asner and Cody have a talk about how yeah. it doesn't matter if you believe in it. What's right is to fight for it. Like it is the first propaganda film I've ever seen from Hallmark. And that somehow does not detract from its badness, but adds to it in just this crazy way. It was one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen. Wow. It's time for all the feels. <laughs> we talk about what in this movie gave us those Christmas feels. I'll start. Uh, one of uh, Cody's first days, he goes out uh, and he plays a little game of football yeah, with, with the family. <laughs> first of all, not a good arm. <laughs> But second of all, that that scene, oddly enough, gave me those Christmas feels. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. I know, I no. know, I know. Hold on. Hold okay, on. Okay. All right, go ahead. I remember <laughs> as a kid. Mm. Now, this was mainly a Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, but yeah. It was like the, But it was the, you know, the kickoff to the, the Christmas season. Going out in the backyard with my brothers and with my neighbors and pl- playing football together. And it was like this holiday thing. And I, and, I, and I felt that, and it was fun, and I loved it. And so for that reason, that I, scene gave me, despite how bad of a quarterback a he was. I totally am with you that I love playing football on Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that. But when you were growing up, did you know the rules of football? I did. <laughs> because these people are just kind of running around patting heads. Well, like, they, I don't think they, they even know. tackle at times. Like Sometimes it's a tackle and sometimes <laughs> and the it's just like the ball. It looked like just like a mob of people doing like a weird greet at church. You know I, I, mean? didn't, I didn't say it was a good game. I just... I just said the the act of football. When it started, I was like, this is going to be a great scene. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think these guys know how to play football. <laughs> no one out there has ever played football before. Kudos to the kid, though, for catching, like the little kid for catching that ball because it was wobbly. Yeah, it, it was, was not, a wobbly. It was, it was not a good throw. Yeah, it was not yeah, a great throw. I, I get all the things that are wrong with it. but <laughs> still worked for but you. But it still worked for me. Panda? You know, actually, there were, like, for as much as I didn't like this film, and every single time I think I don't like a film, I hear Daniel, and I'm like, I think I do like the film compared to <laughs> you. are welcome. Uh, so, like, I will say, this film actually has given me more feels, more scenes, gave me more feels yeah. than other m- films. That said, picking was Eloquently tough. Eloquently said there. <laughs> you know what? Words are hard sometimes. So here's, here's what I'll say. Uh, early on, uh, Faith and Cody are in the church together and they're making eyes at one another oh. uh, the entire time. And he stared while at her. While and they're then, singing the carols. While they're singing the carols. Let me tell you, when I was a kid growing up in church and there was that cute girl in church, I made eyes like during yeah. the singing. I'm, I'm, you know, I should have been worshiping the Lord, but there were times where I was checking out the but girl. But did you turn back and like shrug like you didn't know how to sing? <laughs> like it was this weird, like she keeps turning and like her shoulders keep she going up. She was doing up. a weird jig. It was like a <laughs> weird, like, like a, a sheepish smile and a shrug. Like, I'm sorry I'm in front of you and singing. It but was a very weird bit. Look, I thought it was cute. Okay? I rewound I thought, it. I was like, what is she trying to portray here? I, it got me. Okay. okay it good. got me. Hey, it reminded of those early days of Florida. While trying to worship the Lord, Ooh, those were the days. 
The difference, though, is that there was no girl giving the eyes back. That's and true. And the, it was just me staring at awkwardly. Still less tone deaf than this film. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow. Dan, Panda making eyes at a non-existent girl in church <laughs> is still more on, like, point than this film. Not um, my proudest moments. I did not have any Christmas feels. I did have a couple of, like... Well, I will say this. Ed Asner is a treat. Yeah. I think he does a lot to save this film like Henry Winkler does. Probably not as successful, but I think Winkler's given the better material. Um, everything Ed Asner says has a gravitas to it yeah. that I really appreciate, even if it's not founded. Like, even if it really hasn't been earned, he says it. And I'm like, yeah, Ed Asner said it. I believe it. And then this may get somebody's wait what, but... I felt the Christmas spirit being removed from me when I that's, saw this. Isn't that segment, Dan? That's not all the all the feels segment. It's not all the feels stolen I, from I me. I still <laughs> felt it, and I need to say it. The trees are bare. The Christmas trees that they're cutting down don't have any yeah. needles on them, yeah. and they're loading up bare Christmas trees, yeah, and they're, they're selling Charlie Brown Christmas trees. And I'm like, who is buying these trees? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd even support the troops with these trees. I was on my wait what's, but it's I'm okay. sorry. It's they, not a great bad trees. They're terrible they trees. The I knew that you would pick up on that for they're sure. They're bad trees. Um, but I will say this. The, as weird as this is, the, the slushy snow in this movie was a, a weird feels for me. Like, yeah. the fact that it wasn't, like, it wasn't a perfect snow, it was, it's, like, a wet snow. It's a very selective snow. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes there was point, a lot. At one point, they try to explain it, because they go up into the woods, and it's just covered white. Yeah. And Ed Azar, some or no, Ed Azar's brother, whoever he is in the movie. Richard. Yeah, Richard. He's like, oh, when you get up here, you hit the snow. And you're like... <laughs> How far do they walk? <laughs> like, if we had to walk to snow right now, we'd all die. Yes. <laughs> so, it is selective snow, for sure. 100% agree. It's time for the wait what's. I'll start with Dan. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you will. Um, the problem here is choosing, because I have so many. Um, and I, I feel like um, the first thing I need to say is this. Uh, Cody gets credit for saving Luke, and he gets room and board for that decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did not save no, Luke's life no, at all. That, that and, and, there, and there are two things that prove he doesn't. <laughs> One, the car that's driving with reckless abandon, which you said, I think you said reckless abandonment, which wasn't. <laughs> either way, the car that's driving with reckless abandon. I'm going to need to pause real quick okay. and say, if you want to start doing the thing, you can do it. <laughs> can I? No. No, that's right. You don't, nobody wants that. Um the car that's driving with reckless abandon stops on a dime. Like yes, anti-lock does. brakes could have been on a Michelin commercial, right? <laughs> and second of all, he, uh, Cody tackles Luke to the ground, mm-hmm. still in front of the car. Yes. Yeah. The only thing he accomplished was if the car's brakes did not work, they both would have been hit. That's it. <laughs> like he's a soldier, he's been overseas, and he basically just doubled down on killing people in that scene. And it was really, really bad. Um, and then I've got a bunch more, uh, but I have to go to the end of the movie where he writes the Christmas card, yeah. and then he writes him a, like, I made you a gift, and he apparently, um, Faith's parents had this spot they go to. The magic spot. Yeah, the magic spot for 30-some years, ever since he went off to war in Vietnam and came yeah. back, and they would go there, and they would think and talk and, you know, whatever, um, and he made him a bench so yes. they could sit there. But Correct. the Christmas card does this whole thing where they're like, hey, uh, this is the card, Faith, this is the card that brought you back, but also I made you something, and here's a clue, follow this map to the place you've been every day for 30 years. <laughs> it's like, here's, here's a clue. To find your gift, now see if you're sharp enough to get this one. <laughs> Go to the place you've been going every day for 30 years. 
and, and like, and they cracked the case. It's like Luke's like, I know where that is. I'm like, I hope you how, do. How far? How long do you think they they followed the map before they were like, Oh, what? this is not the spot. This is not the spot. We'll go to that. I just was bewildered. I was like, Why? Why did he take the time to draw him a map? Just say go to the spot. Do you think the map map was even accurate? Did he even, like he's only been how long has he been there? I wish he knew how to get there. This map would have been of more help. Oh. Um, I've got so many more. I'm going to try to stop there, though. Also, I got to do one more real quick. She's in the restaurant. He bought out the whole restaurant. And she's like, you bought out the whole restaurant for me? And he's like, yeah, get whatever you want. And she's like, all right, I'm having shrimp. (laughs) (laughs) Some dude has bought a whole restaurant out. And you can order anything. And you are ordering the bottom dwellers of the ocean. (laughs) You can have crab cakes or scallops or lobster or steak. And you're like, man, carte blanche? I can have anything I want? Shrimp, please. I like the shrimp. One you order of shrimp. You don't. You don't get what it's like to be Middle America, <laughs> and that's and that. And that is why. And just want she was shrimp. better off with Luke than that snowflake. That's right. <laughs> and Cody, that's his dad. Cody, that's my the, bad. Cody, um, excuse me. I'll, I'll do a couple first. Um, Paul, Paul Watson. Um, this was towards the end of the relationship. It's it, no. It's when the the night that they're going to propose. He walks in. They're cooking, and he and he hand, he hands her a stuffed reindeer. <laughs> he says, "I got this for you, homie. You are going to propose later. Like you don't need another gift. No, no. <laughs> not really only do you gift. not need another gift. Like if you're going to do another gift, don't get a grown woman a stuffed reindeer. <laughs> Ladies, was a, you don't like stuffed reindeer. It was a How'd very that work for that girl in church you were flirting with. <laughs> no, guys, not so well." <laughs> It was just a very odd choice of gift. Oh, it was bad. Pre-proposal But all of his gifts have something attached. Like, the thing where he shows up and then Faith is more enamored by the gift that... Yes. Like, that was a weird scene, too. Yeah. I, I think anything with gifts, I think they're trying to make the point that he just is materialistic, but... It doesn't really succeed like it should. Not he's just with a, the reindeer. He's, he's just a, a weird guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then my last one was that the church had a contemporary service. Uh, this, is a, <laughs> this is a small town. They got their traditional service at 9, and then they got the contemporary at 1030. But I, I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure which service uh, they went to that Sunday morning. Pastor did like, not have a tie on. He didn't have a tie on. And it was, you know, Christmas carols, which I think can go either way. But yeah. the, I'm just interested in what the differences are in those two services. And also if there's enough people in this town to go to both. Because uh, yeah. it's the one there's church. It's the one in church. The town. Yeah, they, they make, they make a point the to one tell church. you there's one church. So I think when there's one church in a town, you don't really got to do the old appeasing. No. <laughs> you, not. you show up for what they're offering. <laughs> Good gosh. Panda? Well, okay. So... Early on in the film, you meet Jonesy, who's who's going to have the misfortune oh, of being I have blown so up. So many Jonesy yeah. questions, um, and he comes up to Cody and he's like, "Hey, have you seen this picture of my fiance?" <laughs> and he it, now he he's given this picture, sent overseas. Mm-hmm. This, well, he hasn't That's seen right. his fiance in a long time. Right. He has this picture, yeah. and then he hands it to the sergeant. And, and, and then walks away. Yeah. Like, just he's like, here's a picture of my fiance. She said it to me. Hope you enjoy it. Like, it's yeah. just, it's, a, so I like the thing she sent copies. But that was, <laughs> no, that was creepy. But I'll tell you when it doubled down on the creep for me is remember, he shows up in Nevada yeah. City yep. and goes to her house. There was a linger. And she hugs him because she has a picture of him. Jonesy is trying to set up. That's a weird Cody and his wife. <laughs> there, jo- was a, there was a jo- very weird thing going on. I don't really know what happened with Jonesy. I think he died from loud noises. 
Like there's an they explo- did the best that they could. Yeah, there's an explosion nearby, and he passed out. I, I don't know how. That- and there's blood. There's blood running so, down his ear. Yeah, he blood. Yeah, his eardrum popped, and, and then, then he, he died. Just, his equilibrium was gone. And then we you- we should not be joking about the troops. The troops. Pa- the troops passing. We should have a disclaimer before this episode, yeah. like at the beginning, because I'm already starting to feel bad. <laughs> well, you should. Mm. You are kind of the worst. Uh, the second thing I would mention is Cody at one point begins tying down various items to his truck. Uh, and one of them is a chainsaw, yeah. which, yeah, yeah. guys, I've tied down some things on the truck. But he just literally just Have puts you? a little bit of a... Well, that's, yeah, it was an interesting choice because they're, they're bringing the, the chainsaws to cut down the trees. But like I... I like you could have just brought him in the the, the truck. With you you. could have done that, but he doesn't really secure that bad boy. Not really. That thing's going to be flying off that truck. Somebody's going mm. to die. Yes, yeah, I'm no, concerned. No. no, no, that was a that was a serious safety measure or precaution that you would think would be taken by a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more. Um, no, we'll go to the what the hallmarks because I'll I'll throw it in there. Okay, okay. So I'll okay, go. one. I need to understand the dots. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yeah, um, mm. the so dot I system. Wanna, I, I want to know how, how did it start? How has no one said that this is not a good system? <laughs> how uh, this poor guy spent almost all night doing the dots, doing the dots, hands at the dotty, and dotty comes out and says, "Do you know what this is?" And he says, "It's the dots." Go check it you if you want. And so she goes to check it. She could have just done it. She could have just done well, it. Also, Dottie is Faith. We didn't mention that. Right, they sorry. call Faith Dottie because they have a dot system count the for counting wood, which could easily just be, there are this many blocks. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is go, I counted, and there's this many. I, I still don't understand. So if it's five dots, it's a full block? Well, you get, add an extra one. So the, the, you, you, you make five, and then when you cross it through to make a block, it's actually six. From what I understood. Yeah, but... But something to do with the size of them. All I know is this. What makes a not... It was the least efficient counting system of wood that you could possibly come up with. You would would have been... I just want to know the the origin story. I would love to hear... If somebody could explain the dot system to me... How are we going to count all these? I got an idea. We make five, six. You know what? That's the best. You take the rest of the day off. That's that down to the What if we said there's five? No, that's six. What? what is that? It was very confusing. Oh, my goodness. You have been there with an advocate. What? And, you and there, there might be people out there who haven't seen the movie and are like, what are they talking about? We don't know. We, we don't know. We don't know. We are unsure of the I system. It would have made a lot more sense to have a four-year-old in a crayon writing a number down. There's 300 wood blocks. <laughs> That would have been, made more sense than the dot system. Yeah, just confused and about it. do you it. think they wrote all of that just so they could call her Dottie? It like, seems like a lot Did work. the director have like a daughter named Dottie? He's trying to work into the film <laughs> I somehow? told her I'd work her in. How am I going to do this? But her name needs to be Faith. What if we made an elaborate <laughs> dot system? Oh, my God. She likes counting the dots. <laughs> I mean, I, if you've not seen the movie, guys, we really are explaining it the best we possibly like the best. Of our I explain it as good but as the movie. But if you've seen it, please get on the horn. Yeah. Let us know. And maybe if you work at a wood tell us farm, th- yeah, wood farm. <laughs> a wood farm, a lumberyard, yeah, lumberyard yeah, is what we're looking for. You can tell us is the dot system. It's a tree farm. <laughs> Is the, growing, <laughs> growing a, a bunch of stacks of wood. Is the, the, is the dot system used uh, across the board? Is it a, a, yeah, a uniform system. Yes. A uniform dot system. 
Saw them live. <laughs> uh, I wow. have I have one more. Okay. Um, I would like to know. So after uh, either after Luke passes or when he gets to the end of his life, mm-hmm. he's going to hand yeah, the yeah. company off to Faith. Um, I'm interested in how the company how the company ends up once it goes to to Faith running the company. Maybe Cody's sticking around. I'm just interested in how the company continues For to go. Sure. Luke mm-hmm. seems to really have a good handle on things with his brother. It's a real they're Rocky really Mountain Christmas things. situation. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. really doing good things. But but Faith, and this is this is no offense to her, she doesn't do any of the things. She does right? the dot system. She does the dot That's system. Right. So Luke, Luke, and Luke's brother. Uh, know maybe, how to, know how to do all the things. Like, maybe the dot system was a way to keep her employed. Well, we got to have faith on the payroll somehow. What if we come up with a system and make her seem like the expert? I, and then we can justify passing the company off to her. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just interested because as somebody who doesn't seem to 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 know what to actually do besides the dots, I'm interested in how the company. Panda? Uh, I have a couple. Uh, First of all, I want to know about the magic spot a little bit more. (laughs) Uh, The magic place. Let me me tell you, there's two different scenes. One where when they first pan out across the the magic place, there's homes on the other side of the shore, and it's actually this very expansive lake. And then there's another scene where it's literally just a creek. I kind of want to know when the buildings were developed in the past. Like, like when did <laughs> right. it, we have to like get to that point. point? Where did that lake form? I'm just confused because yeah. it's either a creek or a lake. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> we could have gone either way. There's Very some geography issues. Well, no, it just depends on which map you follow. <laughs> if you follow the map that Cody drew, you're going to get lost in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, I also want to know origin story. Uncle Richard. We haven't given that guy his due, but he's a real tree. He's, he's a great character actor. He's really yeah. fun. He's I, in a ton of movies. He's he Hallmark was, movies do not have enough Uncle Richards. They don't. No. Right. We need I, more Uncle Richards. I legitimately found him interesting, but he also has kind of an interesting backstory. He goes, you know, they're not really joking that uh, I'm a bit of a mess or yeah, some yeah, yeah. trouble. I'd like to know more about his past, and I wish they would have integrated that more into the yeah, overarching but at, story. At the same time, they gave me just enough of him to like make me really like him, but they didn't spend enough time he, with him to... like. To take anything away he from him. He was kind I of like- a wild card. And I think the reason he was able to get away with that is because we didn't know anything about him. But also, he's a character that doesn't exist in a 2018 Hallmark movie. Yeah. He doesn't. Like, mm-hmm. they just make it simpler, and he's just not around. Yeah. So there is that. I, and I liked him. <clears throat> I liked his character. I thought he had a richness to this film as much as richness could be added. Yeah. Thompson. Um, I want to know. I would like to actually see a prequel on Faith's family. Because I do feel like they're a really weird family, and like there are things that they do that like would only make sense if they were raised in a world like that was just devoid of anything outside of them. Mm. Um, like for instance, they're all shag dancing to "What Child Is This?" At what point? <laughs> and I like I don't it was know. a weird <laughs> song choice. If you ever hear "What Child Is This?" come on, don't you immediately go <laughs> grab a partner? This is beach music. <laughs> like, do you ever just? Um, at one point, the uh, Luke's wife says to Luke, "Like you, you need a smack on the bottom." Yeah, and he, and he says, "Don't get me excited." And it, that that was I'm a really concerned. weird bit. And then also, like, I, I don't think because of how Faith was raised, I don't think she sticks with Cody. 
I mean, she's already cheating on Paul. She's in a relationship with this guy, and emotions just take over, and she kisses Cody anyway. Mm-hmm. But but her mom seems to th- be, be fine with it. Yes. Very passive. Oh, you just got caught up in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Like, at what point is your daughter old enough to where that's not a, a clearly okay not in her thirties right. or whatever yeah. it was. She there. seemed to be late twenties. Not only that, but there's a scene in the movie where Paul goes, where, where she looks at Paul and goes, we never discussed leaving Nevada city. Yes, you did at the restaurant where you ordered shrimp of all things. They sat down and he looks at her in the eye and he goes, look, we can travel the world, leave out of here and come back and visit on occasion, to which she just has a weird, awkward smile and says nothing. And then the next scene, he says it again, and she goes, we never discussed leaving Nevada City. No. And at the very beginning of the film, she even was like, yeah, I think my my boyfriend Paul is like going to try to move away and all this stuff. Clearly, they've had this conversation numerous times. Mm. I think it was fine. I, I think just, it was one of those things. Like, I think that response was warranted. Like, he said it once, she let it pass. And then he says she he says it again. And she's like, "Why do you keep saying no?" That we've never she talked didn't to say why you keep. She I said know, we never but discussed. She, it, but that's what but she they meant. Legit discussed it in the. They did discuss it. They, he brought it up. But she it's didn't not say like anything it's news to her. I, that's not what she said. She's though. busy with the dot system. Yeah, I, it's I, a whole it, thing. It keeps her busy. And last but not least, and this is something I don't know where what category this falls in. Her dad says baby back pork ribs, <laughs> and, and <laughs> I don't know why you would say baby back pork ribs. That is the definition of. Just repeating yourself for the sake of no other reason, but you don't There's know. There's nothing else out there that has baby no, back ribs. baby back ribs are pork only, not beef. Are you sure? I'm positive. Send in your corrections to Deck the Hallmark Podcast at gmail.com. Please do it. Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Also, uh, let us know about the dot system. Please. Those are, I, those are a couple emails. legitimately want to know about the those dot system. Those are a couple but emails. But I will say this. Hallmark viewers and listeners of our podcast are good to correct us on stuff. They corrected us on something from Truly Madly Sweetie. They were completely that is true. right. The well, phone they, number, the they phone were completely number, they were right, right on that. that. Yeah. What happened? The, the the, phone, how did I miss this? The phone number on the napkin that we didn't know where it came from, she actually wrote that down. She said she would cover his dry cleaning. So she wrote down her phone number. We uh, missed it. Yeah, true now, story. Speaking, so correct me. Now, speaking Promo. of emails, we're gonna we're gonna end the show today with a with a quick segment that we're calling mailbag. Mailbag. Santa's, Santa's mailbag. Okay. <laughs> did that ruin it? It did a little. It's where we get we email, it It's where we get emails and we answer them on on the air. Beautiful. And so this was the one uh, that's from a, a guy named Dan. And what's the uh, email address that people can send these to? I can't, oh, I thought you were asking. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to read <laughs> out Dan's email. This is Deck the Hallmark Podcast at Gmail Deck the Hallmark Podcast at Gmail You can also slide into our DMs if you want to do okay. it that way. Um, this one says, "Hello, Bran, Panda, and Dan. I love the podcast. I'm curious what." Do you guys think about the reoccurring big city versus small town themes in these Hallmark movies? Thank you, Dan. Uh, I believe what he's trying to get to here is similar to what you saw in this movie, Correct. where you see a small town and these people are all very close knit, and then you got Paul, who's the big city guy, and he is the bad guy. Big city people are always bad. bad. Small yes. town people are in every are, movie. Are Rocky good. Mountain Christmas, <clears throat> Switch for Christmas, they're always bad. So, uh, one, what do you guys think about that? And two, how accurate is it? <laughs> well. We can take this as a very serious question or as a very like fun question because I think I answered it in my hot take, but it is absurd how often they go to this well, like that people from the big city just don't have a soul. Like right. They don't get middle America, and they don't understand how Christmas is really done. At one point in Let It Snow, Alan Thicke's like, our demographic are people that don't like Christmas. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. It is 
Like, I guess that's the easiest way for them to create a fake, like, straw man villain that we all know doesn't exist. And it's such an interesting thing, too, because it says they're constantly like big town people don't like. Christmas, but like, what is when? You, what is the most Christmas Rockefeller place? Center? Exactly, yeah, New York, New yep. York City, easy. And well, they, and they do play to that sometimes. Like it, it, Hallmark will occasionally do the big city gig. Do they not? Like they it, do it, do the big city gig, but they always get away from the big that's city. Right. To, is it to, every time? Is there a much. film that takes Guys, place? And in maybe emails. Hallmarkpodcast@gmail.com. If you can tell us a movie where maybe sometime from the small town says, you know what, I really need to I go to get New out York of this city. town with two services at the church, right. one contemporary. I got to go to the big city. It's I really need to go to the I really need to go to New because York for some Christmas. I got to be honest. We, we live in South Carolina. Some of us look, I'm from a small town in South Carolina. Yes. Born and raised have people that still live there that I love dearly. Some small towns in South Carolina, you don't want to go to. Like, so, they're not like, all great. Yeah. The the amount of small towns in America that look like a Hallmark movie at Christmas time are, are few and far in yeah. between. Yeah, that's true. No, I, my grandparents live in a relatively small town in South Carolina, and they do have lights that stay up all year that they cut on at Christmas. And that's what it reminds me of. Having said that, the people in that town are not all like the people in right. these movies. But I also would say <clears throat> this is one of the things that makes Hallmark really great is, is they play off of a nostalgia that – to be perfectly honest, sometimes never existed to begin yes. with. And this is, we're diving into yeah. deeper waters here, but you're 100% right. right. Like, if you can play off this idea that at one point, everyone was in Mayberry, sitting on an ice, sipping on an ice cold cherry Coke, and, and just everything or was great. Or some that lemonade Andrew Walker was yeah. drinking. Mm-hmm. And everybody was doing that, and they are all were great. That's just not, like, true about the history of our country, sure. or really anywhere. Also, Hallmark knows their demographic. 100%. Look, five million people watch these movies on a regular basis. There's only like three hundred thousand people in Wyoming, so like they they can cover pretty much all of that middle America ground. And then the people that watch them in the big cities, they know the joke. And if I'm being real, it still gives me the feels every friggin' time, every yeah. dang time. No, at some point, I, like I would like to be in New York for Christmas. I think that'd be cool. Like I think that'd be That's neat. Great. And it's weird that they would avoid that, yeah, so fervently. But they know their audience, and I well, will say they that. It's evident that their audience is evolving based upon 2018 versus 2006 because yes. the stuff in 2006 they would would not fly this year. It's important to note there are some movies where the people don't leave. So there are some movies where they are in big cities, but they just don't play to that. Yeah, yeah. Like not all of the not every movie takes place in a small town. There's mm. there was a movie Truly last year. Sweetly. Yeah, but that's was, not a Christmas movie. right. But there yeah. was a movie last year that took place in Chicago. They didn't leave Chicago, but they just didn't play into this. It yeah. wasn't a small town you thing. It was they, just like, it just was a one. Well, characters I, never get swept up in the big city Christmas. Well, Switch ever. for Christmas, I thought, did an okay job of playing to the city. They 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 showed that the city part was still an integral part. Like, they they had the city Christmas the versus dad, the country Christmas. Jerry Van Dyke dad can't drive the 12 miles to Denver. Yeah, the whole point was <laughs> like, oh, I forgot how much I loved Christmas. Yeah. I came back to the small town. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Point made. I, yeah, uh, send us that standard mailbag. Uh, you can send us email. Please do. That was that, fun. Yeah. Deck the Hallmark I, I podcast. Know we were doing that. I didn't I, know either. Dan, I we like you it. for sending that. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Um, so do what Dan does. Uh, and then two more things, real fast. We uh, are on this week's episode of Lifetime, uh, Lifetime Uncorked. Uncorked. Now, quick word of caution. Please. It is a it's a it's a not safe for work language podcast. Not by Dan and I. No, no, no. We are as squeaky we clean are as, as ever. We are as clean as we are here as we are there for sure. But it's just if you listen, if you tune in. Because Brandon and I are on that. We had a blast, but it is definitely R-rated, just so you know. So don't dive in and think you're going to get what you get here. Yeah. Next week, we're going to be uh, tackling our, our very last movie. 
It's mm. the last movie. It is falling for you. We get a little breather. We get a little breather, and we're going to do the, the following week. It's going to be a, uh, a preview episode. Ooh. We're going to walk through the movies, say which ones we're most Maybe excited about. Maybe a special about. guest. Maybe a special guest. Um, and last but not least, we're going to be on an episode of The Bubbly Sesh. We're excited to join those gals. Oh, yeah. So be on Super the lookout excited. for that. And I think that's all we got, guys. Man, hey, rate, review us on iTunes, 100 Before Halloween, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, all the things that you can do for us. Thank you so much. The response has been overwhelming, and I can't tell you how much it means. You give us all the feels. We, you really do. That's a great, that's a good, that's a good way to go about it. And guys, Thanks. troops, thank you for serving. No, thank you for, that's thank accurate. Thank, thank you for your, you service. For your this service. This movie does kinda, not do justice for what you, you guys did. You kind of took a beating, and I, I need to say that this nation is great because we're free, and we're free because of sacrifice, and that's very important. God bless the USA. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.